0: Well hello there and welcome back to the Direct Selling Accelerator podcast. My name is Sam Hind, I'm your host and today I'm really excited to chat to you about a topic that fascinates me, a topic that I know loads of you are going to get value out of and that's going to help you moving forward in your business. And that is a different side to personal branding. A question that Greg and I get asked daily is, how do I create and build my own personal brand effectively? And one of the things I think we forget about a lot is how we show up and that first impression that people make of us when they meet us for the very first time. So, In order to speak to you about this topic, I am going to be bringing in a beautiful guest, somebody who specializes in styling and color, the beautiful Rachel Hook. Rachel's gonna speak to us today about our personal style and how we can dress for success in our business, both in a way that makes us feel confident and comfortable in who we are and showcase our personalities, but also in a way that helps us to set the right first impression for us and grow our business moving forward. I know that we spend so much time focusing on our logos and our color schemes and our websites and our Facebook and what we post, but we often overlook the personal brand that is us. So, I'm really excited to share with you this beautiful human being and have her come in and speak to you about how to show up uh, wearing the right things for you, the right colors for you, and what color actually means, uh, and how to feel confident and comfortable in any situation, in any scenario, uh, and most importantly, how to be your own beautiful and unique self uh, every time you shop. So, with no further ado, grab yourself a cup of tea or coffee, get comfy. Of course, have your pen and paper ready, because as always, there's going to be loads of golden nuggets spread all throughout this episode, and I'm really excited to introduce you to the beautiful Rachel Hook. Hello everybody and welcome back into the direct selling accelerator podcast. Today I am really privileged, blessed and excited to be joined by Rachel Hook from virtuous style. Welcome on in, Rachel. It's amazing to have you. Thank you
1: so much, Sam. I'm excited to be here. This is going to be fun.
0: And I'm really excited to have you here. Here's why. We talk a lot about first impressions and we also talk a lot about building confidence, uh, especially when we're showing up uh, in our business, meeting people for the very, very first time. And I get a lot of people asking me, you know, what's what, are the, what do the colors mean? And, you know, how do I show up in a way that's going to help me set that first impression that's going to make my life so much easier down the track? And a few weeks ago, uh, I got the pleasure of meeting you for the first time and we got chatting about the clothes that we wear, what we get up to and how that affects first impressions. But also, I'm really excited to talk to you about how that makes us feel within ourselves. And we had some really fun uh, conversations around clothing, etc., But I want to, just before we get into this, because I know a lot of our listeners will be really interested in hearing a little bit more about what should I be wearing, how do I set the right first impression, you know, what's the right style for me, all of those important things. But before we get into that, I'd love to hear a little bit about you and how you got into uh, the styling business that you're in and what that business
1: looks like for you. Wow. It's been quite a journey because I grew up as a musician and if I traveled back in time to see to visit myself I'd be going well you know you you have no idea what you're going to be doing in the future and so I I grew up in the Yarra Valley of uh, of Melbourne east of Melbourne and I was one of four children I played the violin since I was five um Mm -hmm and and learned the piano since the age of 12 but i i actually didn't find myself drawn to styling and fashion as a young girl because mm-hmm. i oh, i suppose family values you know inside beauty is is everything and let that shine you know mm-hmm. um and i loved helping others love who they are i was more about the inside out transformation actually And my mum was very active. She was uh, more of a tomboy. So the emphasis wasn't on how to style yourself. And by the time I was married in my 20s, I was um, doing gigs with my husband as a musician, playing violin, singing piano, all that stuff. I love the name of your
0: band as well. I can see it here.
1: Uh, Highly Strung. Yes. (laughs) That's fantastic. And I hope I don't make everyone feel highly strung today. <laughs> <laughs> you won't, you might, <laughs> but highly, I'm going to say very clever. Oh, and, yes. Oh, and my husband plays guitar and so, you know, a bit of a play on words. Makes guitar. sense, makes sense. Yes, I love so, it. So I had to learn to style myself for my job, right? Mm-hmm. And I think so many of the listeners, your listeners here, they find themselves becoming experts at something, aren't yes. they? Really, they're becoming experts. But they don't always feel like an expert when they walk in their wardrobe trying to figure out how to choose an outfit for for what they're showing up for. So in answer to your question, I got into this. I fell into it really because of a need that I had, I guess. And I just remember one day getting ready for a gig with my husband and feeling like it was just so hard to choose an Mm -hmm. outfit. Yeah, and I I felt that my wardrobe represented maybe neglect or a low priority. You know, mm-hmm. um, I didn't like thinking ahead <laughs> about what I was going to wear. Didn't understand those people that planned two weeks ahead what they were going to wear to a party as a teenager. Yep. I'm like, oh, I'll work it out at the time. <laughs> yes, you're um, like me. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I took so long to choose an outfit, and there was that moment when. It was like half an hour or something. That I just, I felt something has to change here. I need to live. I wish I could afford one of those stylist people. You know, you kind of think they're far, you know, far out of reach and, and who, where are they anyway? And it's probably, they're probably just for the, the wealthy and the rich and famous and people on TV. And <laughs> but literally two weeks later, this opportunity fell into my lap to train as an image consultant, starting with colour analysis. And it was one of those things that just arrested my attention, like, um, yes, please, I want to do this for me because I need help. I need the tools. I need the practical tools to learn how to style myself, to feel confident and show up for my job. And, and I have to say that kickstarted an amazing journey for me personally, which I could then help others with. Mm-hmm. And it began with me discovering who I was as a, a you know, a, a body shape and colours as well as personality and learning how to weave that into my outfits and express who I was. And the difference it made, yes, people looked at me and thought I was a confident person already, because I was used to playing in front of people, etc. But I feel like Subconsciously I didn't realise that there was something maybe holding me back when I was playing the violin to people or singing to people. And it hit me one day after I I'm like, I I think I chose a good outfit today. (laughs) It feels like me. Yeah. And I felt like I was able to connect with my audience and let go of something that I didn't know was inhibiting me. Yeah. Because I wasn't conscious or self conscious even though I didn't know that I was, do you know what I mean?
0: I think it's it's a lot to be said for, and we all know those moments where you walk out of the house and you feel great and it changes how you show up for the world that day. Um, Mm. And I often wonder what is that? You know, is it a comfort thing? Is it a a new thing? You know, some of us feel that when we put on new clothes the very first time and the moment they've been washed, they don't have that same feeling anymore. But there's a lot to be said for showing up in the right clothing. And I love what you said before, Rachel, about, how, you know, I think a lot of us, particularly in our generation, grew up with this um, philosophy or this understanding that we shouldn't be chasing outside beauty, it's inside beauty that matters. And Mm -hmm. so it's almost this feeling of vanity. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I shouldn't worry about how I look. I shouldn't worry about how other people look. But regardless of, of what we believe in that space, we still subconsciously make snap judgments of people the first time we see them, even if we don't mean to do it. And those judgments are exactly what you just said. That person is confident. You know, that person feels beautiful. That person's clearly comfortable in their own skin. And so, you know, I really want to talk to you today about, um, you know, that personal brand, which we talk about an awful lot, particularly when it comes to social media. It's a conversation we have a lot uh, at Oxano inside of our trainings is how do you create that personal brand? But a lot of people assume the personal brand is about the logoing that you use and the language that you use and the types of posts that you put out there on social media. But I really believe that that personal brand actually starts with how we show up to the world first. Mm-hmm. What what yes. do you what do you think or how do you feel that what we wear needs to be considered? Um you know, and maybe what that conversation mm-hmm. needs to be within ourselves as as we start to think about how we're going to build and create our own personal brand.
1: Uh, it's such a pertinent topic. I I'm very passionate about this topic too, Sam, and I love that you've brought it up. I agree with you wholeheartedly because When I consult with entrepreneurs and they're getting advice from branding experts, it's all about their business Mm. and it's all about their value proposition and and who are they as a business. Um, And then they get a branding guideline given to them, a document created, and it's (laughs) to be put on the desk of their graphic artists and everyone helping them, their copywriters, their website people. And there's nothing in there on a style plan that aligns yeah. with their brand. I love that. That's a really good point. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, um, hello, we we are our business.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think even more so in this industry too. I mean, and one of the things I do want to just really quickly bring up as well, mm. you've got experience and history in direct selling. You've had party plan businesses as well. So you fully understand the importance of this is my business and my brand that I'm building, yes. not a big company or, you know, a, a big franchise where I have to follow someone else's guidelines.
1: That's right. You're, you're the cover of the book. <laughs> I love that. You are. And, and, you know, we like you said before, we, we can think that uh, we grow up perhaps believing that outside doesn't matter. It's the inside that counts. Mm-hmm. Maybe for your sense of worth, yes, and value and loving who you are. But what about if you're communicating that and you need to express that to others? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's we want to be a book cover that others go, I want to read that book. It does. And
0: yes. I just, I, I kind of want to squash that whole concept that, you know, we shouldn't worry about the outside. Yeah. We were given eyes, people. We were given bodies. We were given faces. We were given, uh, and when I say eyes, I mean, we were given eyes to see, but also we were given eyes for the world to see as well. And you and I have talked a lot about eyes. We're going to talk a bit about that today. But if outside if if yeah. visual didn't matter and and this is you know Christian Sam speaking here for a little moment if visual didn't matter god wouldn't have given us eyes to see right so we use that as a way for us to connect with people and you know you will know that you're drawn to particular people to particular colors particular scenarios but also That you are drawn away from certain things visually that don't feel to you as appealing as others because, you know, that's something that you should move towards or away from. And so, Mm. you know, it really does matter. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's everything and, you know, obviously having a good heart matters uh, so much as well. Um, And, Mm. you know, once you've met someone for the first time, that internal personality is what starts to then, you know, shine and come out. But, you know, how often do you meet someone or see someone for the first time and think, I want to know them more or they're scamming and, you know, I think I might just keep my distance a little bit. And so what what we wear does actually matter so much towards that. So, you know, I think that self-talk of it doesn't matter probably needs to go to the side a little bit because we want to connect with more of our perfect people, right?
1: Yes, and it's allowed to matter. We have to permit ourselves to let how we look matter for a purpose, for our mission in life, for what we're about. And let me just say, this is a really fascinating statistic. Experts say when, uh, in relation to those, that first impression, which actually is formed in seven seconds, by the way. Yeah. Um, before you even say hello, in that seven seconds, people are forming a, a conclusion about you, a solid impression. Now, if you've asked, have you ever asked yourself how much of that's visual? The answer is, well, researchers say 55%. Yeah, wow. So out of
0: curiosity, do you know what the other 45% is? 37% for um, verbal.
1: No, verbal, yes. So 37% is vocal and 7% is verbal. So what that means is 37% is the way you say something or the way it's received. Yeah, body language. And, uh, no, your tone. Ah, oh, right. Ooh, there you go. And the 7% is what you actually say, the words you choose. So Isn't this that is assuming that you speak
0: to somebody because often it's uh, you make that impression. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm just thinking of certain scenarios where you're hearing somebody speak to someone else or you're observing someone from afar and you make that impression. And how often do we get that wrong too, by the way? where, you know, you get talking to someone and, oh. and, you know, they they tell you that this person is the most lovely, beautiful, gentle person. And you think to yourself, oh my goodness, they scare <laughs> me so much. I don't see them as being lovely, gentle because of that first impression you made about maybe what they wore.
1: Oh, I know. And it's, yeah, it's not just about what they wear because it's actually body language and facial expressions. Yeah. So if you do research in that on that 55%, you'll find stuff on you know information and it'll be all about body language and facial expressions being the most important yep. and there's another thing topic that isn't written about is well we're we're wired as humans to be visual like you said i'm thinking visual doesn't it's like okay body language and facial but what about the colors we're choosing yeah and i'm excited no, to talk well.
0: about that today because you know we we know <laughs> that smell sound, taste, all evoke memories and emotions before you even think (laughs) about it, but so does colour. And there are some of the world's top marketing experts that work with big brands like, you know, your Coca-Colas and all of your Mm. Kellogg's brands and, um, you know, Nike and Tesla and, you know, all of these big brands out there, they understand the importance of colour, and they know what it does to the subconscious. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that today because they'll use that to make you feel and think certain things. And just because Mm -hmm. they're big brands doesn't mean that, well, you know, they've got the ability and the budget to do this stuff. No, no, it's an understanding. It's very simple to incorporate colour into Mm -hmm. what you're doing and and really think about it. And we'll talk a bit about that today because you and I had some fun chats about colour But I just want to quickly speak into those people right now that I know that we've got some beautiful listeners, beautiful members within our inside of our courses, etc., who definitely do not feel self-confident right now. They feel uncomfortable about showing up and you know what, there'll be those people, no doubt, that show up wearing um, clothing that doesn't um, show off their body, black. Um, they're the people that really feel like visually they don't bring anything to the table. And I just want to talk to you about that for a moment because um, I really feel that, you know, they, they might be the people listening to this right now that are going, this, doesn't, this, do, this is not me, this doesn't
1: apply to me. So can we just mm. speak into that for a little moment? Mmm, yes, yes, we can. And I'm feeling that. I feel it first before I open my mouth sometimes. I like to get an idea of. So what you're saying is, is there's people listening, uh, who, Aren't connecting with this conversation for a reason? Yes, I would say that there's some people listening right now that feel like
0: I don't have the right look to be able to worry about what I wear. You know, I'm going to wear my black. I'm going to wear my flowy clothes. I don't feel like I am attractive, and I don't. I don't want people to be drawn to me visually. Um, and I just mm. just want to pause on that because I really feel like mm. that sometimes is a self analysis, and it's not at all true.
1: Yeah, it's it's a little bit critical potentially, isn't it? It's um we we need to apply some love and mercy to ourselves because all of style begins with total acceptance of who we are, mm-hmm. and that acceptance includes our physiology. Yeah, absolutely, and yeah, and I and I think that there's an element of hiding, perhaps what you alluded to before. It can be. Um, a way of showing up without wanting attention perhaps because it could be negative attention, there can be that fear yep. of being judged or of not highlighting what they, you know, you want to highlight, mm-hmm. not knowing how to. Yeah, and, and that's,
0: yeah, I agree and I think mm-hmm. um, I want to talk about personality in this too because uh I really Mm. believe that our personality Mm. comes out in the way that we display ourselves. And for some people, and I see this particularly with people in party plan and network marketing, I see a lot of people coming forward by showcasing the product and the business, which is not them. And there's this real fear Mm. of showcasing their personality because they don't feel that self-worth that you mentioned before and comfortable with Mm. making it about who they are Mm. so they make it about the product and Mm. i just want to encourage you that even if even if that's how you feel people are still Mm. making um Mm. uh, they're still wanting to connect with you Mm. so they're still making judgments and assumptions about you because they want to get to know your personality so Mm. even if you're not deliberately showing up as yourself people are still going to be seeking who you are so um, we're going to, I know that you're going to speak right. in today to some little tips to help people um, to, even if it's little tiny mm. tweaks, it's always the 1%, right? The little things that you can do um, mm. to to help, mm. you know, just adjust that slightly. Mm. Um, I don't know. That was that was sort yeah. of where my head yeah. went there. And yeah. I was like, that usually that happens for a reason. I just want to speak into that for a second because I don't want people to switch off just because they
1: feel like, oh. Well, I think we all want others to connect with us in the right way. We want yep. to show up as uh, authentically as we can and we don't want to look fake. Um, and, yeah,
0: that's a good point.
1: And I think that we, we need to be um, finding ways to be able to bring our personality into our look. And it can be about experimenting. And I would mm-hmm. encourage the listeners to be going out and trying things and not being afraid and listening to what innately they are um, drawn to, like listen to that. Growing up, I would have, I turned to my sister. I was like, I just doubted myself all the time. Yeah. And my younger sister, who's 18, 20 months younger, I saw her as more creative and having more of a natural flair and I just doubted my my decision-making. So, but, but I think now if, if I, one of the first things I coach people in is, well, what do you like? Let's yeah. draw that out, you know, and there's a reason why you like it. It will be to do with your skin tone being drawn to it. Mm. It'll be to do with your, it'll actually be right for your body type or it expresses a message that aligns with who you are.
0: Mm. Yeah. So
1: I would encourage people, don't be afraid to show up and be, be you And and perhaps there's a lot of reasons to worry that, oh, we might get it wrong let's go into talking about
0: managing people's first impressions of us. So let's sort of go back to that. When we when we do a demonstration for the first time or we meet someone for the first time or we go to a party or an event or something where we, we may not get the opportunity to tell them about who we are and what we do, but we want them visually to make a first impression. How do we manage
1: that? Can you give us some tips there? Well, there's a couple of things that spring to mind, Sam. One of them is Knowing how to create a point of focus mm-hmm. and being able to draw attention to where you want it, yep. which inadvertently draws attention away from where you don't want it. This is so empowering. And sometimes we are we're all very conscious of what we don't want people looking at. Oh yeah. <laughs> Aren't we? We've all got a relationship with some part of, of ourselves that we're like, oh I hope, you know, we kind of we disqualify ourselves because we know oh our nails are bad or our, our hair's frizzy or, um, you know, I didn't, just didn't I don't feel right in this outfit or, or yep. whatever comes to mind. And so one of the things that you can do is uh, to draw attention to your face and especially your eyes. And if, if you can find colours and styles that point upward and make people look at you and connect with you, mm. then you're able to establish rapport with people quickly. Yep. And one example is wearing your eye colour. I love this because it, when you wear your eye colour, particularly on the top half, if you can find something on the upper upper torso, a scarf, an earring, eyeshadow, um, a tie, a, a jacket, a blouse in a layout or a print, anything at all in your eye colour mm-hmm. actually helps people feel at ease around you and feel connected to you. Yeah. And I think that Color does two things. I love to talk about colour doing uh working on a psychological level and a physiological level. Mm-hmm. And so your eye colour, the 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 visual power that it has is through repetition, it draws attention, it puts that spotlight, it helps people's eye just rest on yours because through that visual repetition. And secondly, what it does. Like I said before, um, psychologically, it's that emotional response. It is that, yep. oh, you know, it helps people feel rapport. I think, yeah, I said that already. But yeah, you want people you want people to approach you and colour can actually influence whether someone approaches you or not. Yep.
0: Yeah, I love that. Now, colour is something Mm. we talk about a lot when it comes to our social media and our branding. And uh, I wanted to speak into that a little bit more because you talked about colour of eyes. And you and I had a really great chat about this because... Um you, you know, without even a couple of examples here, without even realising it, you know, a couple of the things that that I have been wearing and also even our wall in our other studio, which some people might have seen us use, we do a lot of our course training in that studio. The wall we've actually painted the same color as my eyes and it wasn't until we did it that I started getting all these comments from people saying wow your um, your eyes are amazing and I was thinking my eyes are not amazing there's nothing unusual about them but all they've done is added a color. <laughs> that brought the eyes out and suddenly I was more aware and can I be really honest I actually couldn't have told you what my eye color was before that um because it's changed through my life you know it used to be quite blue and now it's more of a like an, an ocean color we were talking about this the other day and then I realized I've actually got behind me you know a jacket that's my absolute favorite jacket um and I got thinking about it after we were talking. I was like, yeah, that's, the same. that's my mm. eye colour. That would be why I'm drawn to those colours. But eyes aside, so I love that mm. tip. I think yeah. that's such an important one. But eyes aside, what about colour itself and, you know, how does colour have an impact mm. on what we think, what we feel and, and the impression mm. that, um, that people make on us when, when they wear particular colours? It's, it's
1: scientifically, a, you know, it's a fact that colour has more power than a lot of us give it credit to, especially evident when we, we choose non-colours all the time, and such as neutrals, black, grey, all, all those things yeah. which all have their place. Uh, but, yeah, colour has an impact on our emotions, our mood, even our behaviour, and if you're around others, it impacts them. If you're around yourself, which you actually are all the time, mm-hmm. <laughs> then you it's you're impacting you as well. Now, not like we're always looking at ourselves in the mirror, being impacted <laughs> visually, but we are particularly in this virtual world. Yeah. We're always looking at ourselves. So we are impacted perhaps more by our own colours and style, uh each yeah, every single day. Yeah and and just on that as well the the power of color starts with the fact that color is is light vibrating at its own unique frequency mm-hmm. and uh when the colors in our eyes hair and skin harmonize and and align with the colors in our clothing there's this beautiful flow and a beautiful at ease kind of feeling you can be around someone but when they 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 exude confidence but also congruency they yeah. seem to just have harmony yeah with with their colours and their their um their natural colouring um yeah and and so I think that that uh alignment that harmony that flow helps put people at ease around you because we can all spot falseness we can all spot something that doesn't seem right and we can't always put our finger on what that is and it you know it can be a style that is like someone you're not yeah you can sometimes sense that and it doesn't make you draw, you go, you know, lean into that person necessarily. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so for yeah. the
0: listeners that are wondering right now, okay, that's all great and they understand that there's importance to colour, but how do I decide what colours work for me and which ones don't? Can you give some guidelines mm-hmm. and, and help there?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, there's. It's, it's one of those things that it's not easy to do, but I, I have found that a lot of people after going through a colour analysis process with me or one of my team, they actually look back and then realise, oh, I've actually been getting a lot right. Mm, and yep. so the, listen to what you're drawn to. Listen to yourself and what you are attracted to. Yep. Uh, you, you know, and, and some of the problems we face in our wardrobe can be because we're wearing both warm and cool colours and your skin tone really does harmonize best with one or the other warm or cool and warm is is you know a a golden undertone to your skin and cool means there's a bit more there's more of a blue base or or I should say a pinky undertone to your skin so uh yeah it's it's learning to see color learning to see does this color have a bit more yellow in it or does it have more blue in it uh, and, and holding it up to your skin. Now, when you do that, when you, what you should be looking for is if your skin, if it highlights the lines in your face and makes you look older, then it's potentially not a good colour for you. Mm. <laughs> if, if, it, if it highlights, uh, if it makes your skin look more golden and tanned and healthy and vibrant uh, and makes you, fit, you know, younger, <laughs> but visually appear younger, or it just calms your skin, then most likely it's going to be a um, a, a good harmonising colour for you. Yeah. And interestingly... So it's not, not an easy process and you probably need help sometimes. Yeah, so, absolutely.
0: Yes. And I, I feel that this is something, you know, even I was chatting with you earlier, uh, well, it was last week we talked about um, we we did a bit of a colour consult. And for years I thought, hey, uh, cool uh, cool colours were where I should be going. But you made the point that a lot of what I'm wearing is actually warm colours. Now, interestingly, I showed up today without thinking about it. You said to me, if I'm going to wear whites, I'm better off wearing off-whites, which are obviously whites that have got more of that yellow tone to them. I've shown up today wearing white. Um, And I'm looking, as you're saying this, I'm looking at myself going, yeah, today I feel like my (laughs) my lines around my eyes are, are really showing up compared to... Uh, how, you know, so these are just things that I can see and I I feel like that matters more than what everyone else can see, right, is how I feel about Mm. it. But, you know, if I were to chuck my jacket on, I have absolutely no doubt that it will significantly Mm. change how I'm feeling about all of that. So what I will just say is that sometimes, though, um, you know, those colours, like you said before, that we're drawn to, the, the outfits that we're drawn to, we often... You know, kick ourselves and think, "Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm what I'm talking about." Yes, it can really help to have a stylist, but mm-hmm. sometimes we're drawn to that stuff for a really good reason. So, um, and yes. and I just yeah. want to come back to what you said earlier on. You talked about um, your style also being a reflection of your personality. And I want to be really clear about that. It's not just about, um, you know, what your body physically looks good in. It's about how to bring out that beautiful personality in you as well. And so that's why those things that we're drawn to matter, right?
1: That's right. They matter. There's something, that's right. It, there's something about it that ex, that resonates with you. and And that's valid. It's not just about what looks good. It is about who you are. You're not just somebody to look at. You are a, a being. You are a person with character and thoughts and feelings and and you have a story to tell. And we we evolve, we grow, we discover more about who we are as we go through life. And if you take a look in your wardrobe now, would you see a snapshot of the past or would you see who you are now staring back at yeah, you? Yeah, that's a good point too. <laughs> I like that. You know, that's the thing. We 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 grow. But if our wardrobe doesn't, then you'll always feel a bit stifled when you yeah. go to get dressed. Yeah, awesome. Now, mm. I know that you're going to, you've got a, a special
0: offer for our listeners. We're going to go into our fun questions in a moment. But just before we move into that, do you have any final
1: tips on how to dress for success for our beautiful listeners? Well, I would love to suggest something about styling yourself for uh, social media, actually. There's one, one little tip that is all about hair colour. And if you took a black and white photo of yourself and looked at the shade of your hair, it might be dark, it might be medium, it might be light. If you can learn to uh, dress your upper body in a way that frames your face, mm-hmm. then it, it helps sign off, you know, that the uh, the, the viewer can just, um, and they know where to look. For example, if... I'm just looking around if I've got um, a jacket to show you, but yeah, if like right now you have blonde in your hair, you've got a light top on, uh, the your hair would probably be a little bit darker, Sam, with a black and white photo. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could choose a color that matches that value or that, um, that lightness or darkness, yes, do you know what I mean? Yep. And that'll that'll help create a picture frame, you know, like like hanging on the wall. There's always a picture frame. Okay, or, so basically or the, yeah, the tone
0: of your hair matches the tone of your uh, what you're wearing. It's like, a, it's like a frame around your face. So you're talking yeah. about. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah. The word I'd use might be the, the value or the, the shade. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the exact colour, but, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay, the depth. And there's one the other tip as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one other thing that I really want to say and to encourage people to think and mull over is attention to detail mm-hmm. and when we pay attention to the details in our outfit and we take that time because I know we're all busy and we're, we're always rushing around and, and there's always one more thing we could have done or put on an earring or something and attention to detail though what that actually communicates to the people we're around is that that you will show that same care for them Wow, yep. yep. Mm, it's really, really important those little details because if you don't show, attend, if you're a bit sloppy and you're just not show, attending to, uh, it's not like you have to be over the top, but sometimes it is just the small things yeah. that make a difference. And that's yeah. a subconscious impression you're leaving on someone else, which can translate to sales and can translate yeah. to trust and credibility, which is what we want. That's a really good point. And, and I
0: think that's such a big one. And we often don't think about it going past ourselves. And I think some of us don't take as, as good a care of ourselves because we think, oh, we should be doing that for other people. But yeah, that's so true. If I don't do it for me. But, you know, it's fair for people to make mm. that assumption. Perhaps I will also not do it for them. Um, yeah, I like that. That's a great one. So uh, let's Mm. talk about your, we're going to do some fun questions now and then we've got a special little gift that you have very generously um, prepared for our listeners. So uh, first question for you is, uh, Rachel, what is your favourite book for us to add to our accelerator book
1: list? It is called Switch on Your Brain and it's by Dr Carolyn Leaf. Have you heard of her? No, I haven't. But this sounds interesting. Oh, mm. uh, it's amazing! It is just all about how we're not victims of our biology, and that we can forge and create new thoughts, which can create our life, and that we we're not stuck. And it's so empowering to uh, look into the that the thought life, and and I think so much of so many of our decisions, even in dressing and in our wardrobe, it's limited by our thoughts, or it's freed by yeah. our thoughts. I love Mm. that. Okay,
0: good one. And next question is, uh, if you could have any
1: superpower, what would that be and why? Well, I would probably say that I, how do I put this? I get very excited about the unique colour blueprint and colour DNA of every individual. And I think that my so-called superpower would be Helping someone celebrate who they are through a treasure hunt of color, and creating a wardrobe around and celebrating their own colors. Yeah, I don't know if that makes sense. I think that's
0: really great. I like that because it's one of those things I think lots of us would love to have nailed, and yet it's probably something that we're you know learning all the way through our lives, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. And and linking a wardrobe with even just a a practical reason sometimes we're more left-brained than right and and we often i think my actually this is probably another way of saying it i love to teach right and when you teach you're taking a concept that can seem intangible or uh difficult to comprehend and breaking it down to make it a bit easier for someone to yeah. understand so whether that's me teaching piano, violin, singing, any of that, or whether it's me teaching someone how to style themselves, you can be the most left brain person in the world and think, oh my gosh, I don't have that natural flair. I don't, it doesn't come naturally to me. I don't, you don't think you can ever attain that. Well, actually, I'm here to say you can. So <laughs> that's, I think that's my, um it feels funny calling it a superpower, but I it, it motivates me to be with someone that doesn't feel like they have what it takes to go, hey, look, you do. Let me show you. I love <laughs> that. That's so good.
0: And next question
1: is what's your favourite quote? Well, I, I I love, I've found, I came across this um, saying by Roald Dahl and it, it was, I can't even remember where I found it. I'm looking at this now. It's this little laminated um, note with giraffes and text. Thank okay. <laughs> And it says this. If you have good thoughts, they will shine out of your face like sunbeams and you will always look lovely. Oh, I love that. How cool is that? I think that's so beautiful. <laughs> and you know what? I think that's
0: so incredibly true as well. There's a lot to be learned from children's yeah. books. <laughs> that's right.
1: There is. And I just think that, you know, that's what shines through in a smile. And and that there's another uh, style tip, smile. Yeah, probably one <laughs> of the biggest ones, right? Yeah,
0: love it. Yes, that's right. Then it matters less what we wear. (laughs) Absolutely. All right, very last question before we talk about the special gift you have for all of our listeners. If you could go back in time and say one
1: thing to your past self, Rachel, what would that be? It would be, Rachel, you won't believe what happens in the future. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And that would be saying to the the girl with dreams, keep keep going, don't give up. So you're going to get there. That's so
0: encouraging. I love that. Really beautiful. So, Rachel, we've got a special little gift for our listeners. Uh, Will you share with them what you've put together? Because I'm really excited by this.
1: Well, I have a download that I've put together for your listeners and it's called Style Tips. The seven seconds before you say hello. I love that. And, well, I think it really does, um, it, it goes into, you know, how how to not send the wrong message really yeah. in a nutshell. Yeah. It's, it's what can we be thinking of in those first seven seconds to uh, be able to make the impression we awesome. So,
0: uh, Rachel has popped together a download that we're going to pop, uh, the link to in the show notes, a little freebie for you. And it's the message before hello. So it's all about that first impression and how to master that so that you are setting that first um, that first impression. You're consciously doing it. So rather than just kind of letting it happen by chance, um, you're putting just a little bit more thought into it. And Rachel's put together some tips to help you with that. So thank you so much, Rachel. I really appreciate you. That's very generous. I know that our listeners are going to love that. So we'll pop that in the show notes uh, for everybody to grab. Um, but I really appreciate you taking the time out today to, to speak to, uh, into um, that That different element of the personal brand, which is you know what you adorn yourself with and how you show up to the world. So thank you for your time. We really appreciate you.
1: It has been my pleasure, Sam. It brings me joy to talk about these concepts, and and uh, I I can relate a lot to the people listening who might feel a little bit like, oh, that's so far from me. That's it's difficult. Um, It's not like I grew up it all came naturally. Um, So you can, if I can learn, you can. And I think that's
0: the point. It's about (laughs)
1: self-discovery,
0: right? So, uh, yeah, and we've all been through those times where we've thought, maybe, maybe it's not about how I look. It's just about my insides. Well, you want people to get to know more about your insides. So (laughs) how you look is something that we should take just that you know, a little bit more, it's not about pride, it's just about consciousness around it um, and understanding. And let's face it, it yes. makes us feel great when we're dressed right for ourselves, not anybody else, not what people tell us to wear, but for ourselves. So thank you. Now, if any of our listeners want to reach out, they want to connect with you, they want to find out a little bit more about um, you know, how perhaps you could help them or, or just to follow you. Um, have you got some social media, uh, um, profiles that we can direct them to? We can
1: pop those in the show notes as well. Absolutely, yep, yeah. from the website to a, a Facebook group and, uh, a, you know, a couple of downloads. And I can give you my email address if anyone wants to reach out direct. That is absolutely welcome and Beautiful. Inviting. We'll, we'll put all of that in the
0: show notes. And, and I have had a look at your website. It's
1: absolutely beautiful.
0: So if anyone wants to go and check that out as well and see what Rachel Hook gets up to, um, they can find you there as well. But, again, Rachel, thank you so much for taking the time out um, to speak to us today. It's been a pleasure having you. And I'm really excited to hear from some of our listeners of, you know, what what this impact has been on them because I would hazard a guess there's some people that needed to hear this message today and it was really timely. So again, thank you so much. We really appreciate you. Uh, and thank you as well to all of our listeners for tuning in again today. If you love this video and you would love more help to improve your direct selling business on social media, then click on the link to join our Facebook group. I look forward to seeing you in there.